We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So we're talking about the measure of faith. How do you measure faith? Well, you measure it by the Word that's in you. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about. You take an individual that can get people saved, born again, he preaches salvation, and we call him an evangelist usually, or maybe a pastor, you see, that he preaches salvation and he gets people saved. But then somebody says, but pastor, what about this? Uh, In Acts 2-4, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and spake with tongues. I'd sure like to do that. Oh, no, brother, that went out with the apostles. Now, here's a man that's right in his heart. I mean, he's on his way to heaven, all right. But what's wrong with him? You see, he doesn't have any word concerning the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He has no faith concerning that because he doesn't have any word in him. It's been explained away. Well, now, you see, that was only for the people in that day, and it passed away. And if you speak in tongues today, it's really of the devil, you know. I've heard people say that. Are you ate too much pizza, as one fellow said recently? Well, I must have been eating pizza very regular then. Because I speak with tongues daily. <laughs> well, now you see, there's a man right in his heart, but he's wrong in his head. He doesn't have any word concerning that. The reason he doesn't have any faith in it, see. So that's the way you measure faith. You see, we're talking about the measure of faith. The way you measure faith is measure the amount of word that's in you. Then you may have a fellow, you see, that he gets you saved, filled with Holy Ghost. But then turn right around and tell you, but God wants you to be poor. It's not God's will for you to have anything because Jesus, you see, had no place to lay his head on this earth. And he was poverty stricken on the earth. And that's the way God wants us to be. So just the poorer you are, well, the better off you are. And I see there's a man that has great faith concerning salvation, baptism of the Holy Spirit. May even have great faith concerning healing. May lay hands on you and get you healed. Turn around and tell you that what God has promised is not yours because he doesn't have that word in him. Now let me show you what Jesus said about this. Matthew the 13th chapter. In verse 19 he said, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and taketh away that which was sown in his heart. Now, you see, you can take the Scripture and read to that man, and he's been taught that it's not God's will for you to prosper. Then he'll say, oh, yeah, but he'll explain it away, you see. Now, what's happened? He didn't understand it. Therefore, he didn't receive the Word. And when you don't receive the Word, you don't receive faith. Now, let me point out to you and remind you what Peter said. God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. In other words, when you gain the knowledge of God, you'll gain the faith of God. Through exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, these what? These exceeding great and precious promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature. Notice it didn't say you would be, it said you might be. If you believe it and you act on it, see. But when someone reads it and says, oh, yes, but that's not God's will. I had a man say to me one time when I was farming, he said, you don't pray to have a good crop, raise a good crop, do you? I said, certainly I do. Well, he said, I didn't think you were supposed to pray about natural things. I said, well, whose Bible you been reading? Well, the truth was he hadn't been reading anybody's Bible. 
All he knew about the Bible is what he'd heard that somebody said they heard they thought somebody said about it. Well, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 8, 9 said, You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich. Notice it didn't say you would be, said you might be. Same thing that Peter said. You might be partakers of the divine nature. If you don't believe it, you won't be. If you don't believe that Jesus became poor and poverty-stricken so you might have abundance, then you probably won't have. See what I'm saying? Now, see, that's the way you measure faith. You can have a fellow that has great faith in salvation and no faith at all in healing because he doesn't have the word in him concerning healing. Oh, he may know what the word said, but somebody explained it away. See, he didn't understand it, and somebody talked him out of it told him it wasn't for him. And for him, it is as though it was not for him. He cannot obtain unto it. It is impossible for him to pray the prayer of faith for healing if he believes that God wants him sick. See, there's the measure of faith. Now, that's the measure of faith he has. He has faith for salvation, has none for healing. Well, it's just not God's will. If it was God's will, I'd be healed. Well, what did he go to the doctor for? I mean, there's people that'll say, well, you know, God makes you sick to teach you something. Then they'll spend $4,000 on doctors trying to get out of the will of God. Well, it's not God's will that you're sick. And they don't believe that. If they did, they wouldn't go to a doctor. Thank God for doctors. They're fighting the same devil and demons we are. They're just doing it by different means. Don't let the devil con you into believing that if you're Believe in God, you can't take medicine. Or if you're taking medicine, you can't believe God. If you do both of them, look to me like you get well twice as fast. Now, what we're talking about is the measure of faith, see. How do you measure it? You measure it by the Word, because the Word is filled with faith. If you have great Word in you concerning healing, you'll have great faith concerning healing. If you have no word in you concerning healing, now I don't mean just know about it. See, everyone probably knows 1 Peter 2.24, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be healed just because you know 1 Peter 2.24. Doesn't mean that you're going to have abundance because you know 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. See, now if Paul said, you know the grace of the Lord Jesus. See, he's talking to people that knew it. You know the grace. But you see, so many people, bless their darling hearts, they don't know the grace. Grace is God's willingness, the willingness of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, to lay it all down, come to this earth, laid all of his riches in heaven down, came to this earth, and brother, as far as God's concerned, on this earth we are poverty stricken. But he had his needs met, didn't he? You know why? Because he operated in spiritual law. He had his needs met. But now if he became poor that you might be made rich, then that means that he gave up what he had so you could have access to it, and he didn't have it anymore. Now, there's people that'll try to convince you that Second Corinthians 8 and 9 is talking about spiritual things. In the context of it, it is not. I heard a fellow on radio not long ago, oh, he said that's just talking about spiritual things. Well, you know, a little boy 12 years old that could read would know better than that. If you read those two chapters there, chapter 8 and chapter 9, it's talking about money, finances. Now, certainly Jesus made us rich spiritually, 
But that's not the subject of what is in 2 Corinthians 8 9. Paul was talking about money there. In fact, he said, take up the offering before I come so there be no gathering when I come. Now, is he talking about gathering up spiritual things before he comes so we wouldn't have to gather them up? No, he's talking about finances, see. And it's time that we realize that what Jesus did, he bore the curse of poverty so we wouldn't have to. That makes a difference, folks, when you know that Jesus bore it for you. And you don't have to bear it. You can, but you don't have to. I mean, it's not required of you. Just like sickness and disease. Sickness was a curse of the law. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. But you can still be sick. Now let me show you the philosophy of many people. Bless their hearts, they're confused. Well, now if it was God's will, if he really bore the curse for us, if he bore sickness for us, as Matthew 8 says, you know, bore in his body, he bore our sickness and our diseases then nobody would ever be sick anymore. Let me ask you, did he redeem us from sin? Yeah, he redeemed us. Christ hath redeemed us. Let me ask you, can you sin anymore? Yeah, you can sin if you want to. You can be sick if you want to. In fact, you'll be sick if you don't want to. If you don't do something about it. (laughs) You listen to what I say? In other words, the idea that some people want to portray, well, if it's God's will for you to have abundance, then you'd automatically have it. But since you don't have it, it's not God's will. Well, let me ask you something. Is it God's will that any should perish? No, the Bible says not God's will that any should perish. Are any perishing? Yeah, they're perishing daily. But it's not God's will. You know why they're perishing? God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. He's dealt to every man faith to be saved, but he won't receive it. He's dealt to every man faith to be healed, but they may not all receive it. He's dealt to every man faith to have abundance in this life. That just means to have enough to meet your need and help others. Doesn't mean have a million dollars necessarily. But you see, because they don't receive it, then somebody said, well, it's not for everybody. Yes, it's for everybody. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, but the faith is in the Word of God, and if you don't receive the Word, you won't have the faith, and you can't pray the prayer of faith if you don't have the Word of God. Now, you can take individuals that want to argue with you that, well, now, if it was God's will for you to be well, you would just be well. And if it wasn't God's will for you to have had that accident and been crippled, then it wouldn't have happened because everything happens to you is the will of God for you. That is the most dangerous doctrine under the sun. It is a doctrine of devils. Now, I don't know how to say it any nicer. Paul said, in the last days, people will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And that's exactly what it is when people tell you, well, everything happens to you in life is the will of God for you. Now, what we need to realize is that God has given us a choice. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, but every man has not received his word. See, that's where the faith is, is in the word of God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you that all of this week we're offering CD offer number 7107. It's entitled Understanding Faith's Components. A single CD for $8. 
plus $3 postage and handling. We talk about the three components to faith. The common misconception of many people is that they assume because they've heard the faith message, they have it. Well, there's more to it than just knowing about it. You have to have a revelation of the Word of God. And the first component of faith is knowledge of God. You can't believe any further than you have knowledge. If you don't know the promise, you couldn't have faith to believe for it. You have to have the knowledge of God. You must know what God has already done for us. You know, most Christians spend their time praying for God to do something he's already done. They pray that God will heal them. The Bible says, by his stripes ye were healed. It's a provision that's already made. God's not going to do any more about healing you. He's done all he's ever going to do. Through the stripes of Jesus, through Jesus' suffering, you were healed. God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Our part is to make a demand on the provision that God has already made, and the way you make a demand on that provision is through faith. You believe what God has said in his word, confess it with your mouth until faith gets in the heart. The second spiritual component is understanding the promise of God. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, Jesus said, understands it not, then cometh the wicked and taketh away the word that was sown in the heart. If you don't understand it, somebody will talk you out of it. So you must understand or have a revelation of the word of God. That's offer number 7107, a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. It's entitled Understanding Faith's Components. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.